Welcome to the Cruising and Campfires podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Crossland, a non-outdoorsy but wildly camping-obsessed mom. I created this podcast as a way to connect with other camping-loving families just like ours who might not always feel the most equipped for that hardcore adventuring you often see. It's here that I share my personal experiences, my personal lessons learned, and also interview other travelers who have exciting stories to tell. Let's dive in. On this episode, I'm going to talk to you about a simple framework that I've created that makes it really, really easy to play with your kids and continuously come up with new innovative ways for you to keep them entertained on the road or at the campsite. So first off, I just want to make you aware of something. You might notice that I have a little bit more background noise and the sound quality is a little bit different. I'm actually talking to you from my car, and if you're a mom, then you get why. (laughs) It's hard sometimes to carve out those quiet moments, and so I'm actually in my car waiting for an appointment and thought that I would just hop on here and record a quick episode just like I would hop on the phone with a good friend of mine and talk her through through the same framework and through some ideas for making it easier to go camping with kids. So this framework is actually a really, really fun one because it is so simple, so easy to use, no matter what the situation is. The whole point of it is when you hear your kids say, I'm bored, I want an idea, and you yourself are like, I just want to sit back and relax for a little bit. You're tired of scouring Pinterest for all the ideas. You know that you're going to waste a lot of time on Pinterest looking up activities to keep your kids entertained. And by that point, they're already melting down. It's time for you to go make dinner. You've lost an opportunity to either have them really enjoy the outside or you've lost an opportunity to make some new memories with those kids. So this framework is really, really easy. It's simple to remember. I have a whole acronym for it because that's what I do. (laughs) I like things that are really easy to remember. And so it is called the KID framework, K-I-D. Should be pretty easy to remember since it's about our kids and keeping them happy. So the first letter in that obviously is K and the K stands for keep it simple. Every time we encourage our kids to play, it does not have to be this robust activity that requires you to pull out your entire craft drawer or requires you to have packed an an entire Michael's store, for example. It does not have to be that insanely difficult. It does not have to be that insanely hard. So for the keep it simple, a few of the go-to ideas that I have are to go on a scavenger hunt or to build something or create something or make some kind of art. Oftentimes that's really the only prompt that our kids will need and then they can start doing the old, their own exploring with it. So let's take the scavenger hunt and use that throughout this example. Let's say your kiddo loves, loves to do a scavenger hunt and you're at the campground, they just got done eating lunch, they say, okay mom, now what? And you say, uh, let's go on a scavenger hunt. Now the next letter in my kid framework is obviously I, and so it's to make it interesting. And the way, one of the ways you can do this is to add another element, not just go find me a leaf, go find me a twig, although that's fun too, um, but you can add in something unique. So for example, today is St. Patrick's Day, you can make an all green scavenger hunt, or we're entering into spring season, you can make it a rainbow scavenger hunt. If they're working on letters at school, you can have it, have them go find something that starts with each letter in their name and they can get really creative with it. I know that sometimes that can feel very difficult, like especially if you have a boy named Zane, for example, how do you find a Z? Well, you can actually 
actually turn that into another lesson to talk about um, adjective. <laughs> Add an adjective on the front of it, or you can make it into something a little bit more descriptive. So instead of finding an animal, they could find a zoo animal. Get really creative with it and have some fun and just start thinking outside the box about these ideas. That is one easy way to make it interesting. The other thing you can do to make it interesting is you can go and have them find find a few things and then turn it into another project. So for example, I've got two kids and I know that not both of them are always on the same page about what they want to do. A lot of times my oldest is going to want to do something that my youngest doesn't and vice versa. So another way that you can keep things interesting, keep it really simple, but make everybody happy and keep everybody calm is to offer up an idea that both people will like. So let's say that one child wanted to do the scavenger hunt, but the other one just wanted to do art or just wanted to build. First off, it's okay if they separate and do that. But if they wanted to play together or you needed them to play together, you could offer up a way to do both ideas. So, um, for example, you could do a scavenger hunt and then with everything that you have, that you've found on that scavenger hunt, you can go back and you can use it to build something, build a habitat of some kind. So for example, you could build a bird nest, you could build a fairy house, you could build a dinosaur habitat, or they could go back and make art. So if you're doing a rainbow scavenger hunt, have them form those, each color into a rainbow. Or you can have them form it into whatever kind of, you could turn it into like a unicorn activity because unicorns and rainbows seem to be synonymous. Anything that you can think of, they can suddenly make this whole outdoor scene where there's a rainbow and then there's obviously there's sun and there's probably some rain clouds. So then you can start to use all these things that you've gathered during your scavenger hunt to create a rainbow scene, for example. So those are the two, the first two letters. Keep it simple for the K make it interesting for the I, and the third one for D is to make it different every time. It's so easy for us to fall into these habits and these patterns with our kids and with ourselves, with life. I know I do it a lot with meal planning. Um, It can be very difficult to kind of break those, shake out those barriers, and yet every time we add in a different element to it, it makes it, it goes back to making it interesting, and yet it's still very simple for them. So, For example, if you're on the road, let's take the scavenger hunt example on the road (laughs) because you have to get to and from the campsite and oftentimes that's the most stressful part of camping for a lot of families and that's why I actually named my business Cruisin' and Campfires. It's not just for at the campsite, it's also for on the road. So let's use this framework for on the road. If you're driving and your kids are saying, are we there yet? I'm bored. What do I do? and you haven't picked up anything from my, my store before you head out, which is totally fair. That's just a subtle little plug. <laughs> but if you haven't and you're out of ideas and, and you want to keep your kids, oh, this is also really good for if you want to keep your kids looking out the window because I know that my oldest gets a little bit car sick. So I will consistently take away activities and, have, and turn the activities outward so that I make sure that he keeps looking out the window, does not get car sick when he's driving. Um, So the way that I would use this framework is, again, to keep it simple. There's already a lot of, despite what it might think, we might think as adults, there's a lot of stimulus happening outside the car. So there, you know, if you're driving through a city, there's billboards. If you're driving through the country, there, it can feel like it's boring landscape, but you can quickly turn this into another opportunity to make an activity out of it. So for example, if you're 
driving, uh, let's say you're driving in the middle of where it feels like you're in the middle of nowhere. You can't stop. Your kids are bored. There's nothing to do. You can't even get them out to go run around or something like that. Let's do the scavenger hunt activity again. And let's include, let's make this about, um, let's do animals, for example. There's probably not a lot of animals out there, but there are a lot of shapes. And there's a lot of different ways you can use your imagination. And kids' imaginations, can we just say this, are phenomenal. I absolutely love hearing kids speak about their dreams and tell stories and and get all these ideas out into the world because they have a lot of really creative ideas. So this can sprinkle a lot of fun into your world as well. So have a scavenger hunt around animals. Sure, you might spot a cow. You might see a horse. Those are pretty common on the road. But what about a pig? Can you see a pig in the clouds? Or what about a dinosaur? Or what about that mountain over there? Is that is that Tefiti from Moana? I mean, just start getting really, really creative. And they're going to start to see the most amazing formations and shapes and start telling stories about it. And pretty soon, you've killed a bunch of time in that car. <laughs> you have driven so many more miles just while having this wonderful conversation we even have I remember on one road trip with our kids to um, this is the longest road trip by the way we're driving from Tucson to San Diego it was eight and a half hours the longest road trip we'd ever done by twice the amount usually we'd stuck to the four to five hour mark which seems to be like the magic distance for a lot of people but we decided we we're going to push further and I'm so glad that we did because our kids surprised us and we're just amazing at it and I remember towards the end of it we were driving um, in California and through or by a bunch of fields and if you've ever been I think it was I-8 or I-5 if you've ever been there um, you've seen there's a bunch of fields and, and there and can feel like a little bit endless in that sense but it was actually uh, a lot of opportunity to find different shapes and we saw a bunch of tractors and we saw a bunch of animals And so doing a scavenger hunt like this where you're seeing the different animals and the different um, structures can be really fun too. Or you can have a conversation about the different, the tractors. Well, what are the tractors doing? Are there, are they plowing some alfalfa? Well, who does, who does the alfalfa feed? Oh, if it's horses, it feeds cows, you know, start to dig a little bit deeper into these things. And then you're having an educational opportunity that's wrapped in a bow of fun. And it's just such a great time. The way that you can keep this different every time, of course, is to introduce different elements. And maybe you want to maybe make it interesting by by telling a story about these animals. Use the animal, the scavenger hunt, as a prompt to start storytelling. And then you can go around and you can popcorn it throughout your car. So maybe mom's going to start by saying, once upon a time, there was a pig, the pig that they just saw in the sky, and he... And you say, okay, Corbin, that's my oldest name. It's your turn. And then they can they can start to talk. Or, okay, Zane, since we use that as an example name, it's your turn to talk. And so they can continue to tell the story and elaborate on it in fun, unique ways. So as you can see, the KID framework is so flexible. It can be used in so many different settings. I absolutely love it. and I've used it plenty of times. I'm actually using it to put together an entire resource for you to be able to just pull from a hat. So even when you want the kid framework and it's too early to think, or you're just exhausted from coming up with all the ideas, this framework or this 
this resource is going to be there for you to just open up and pull up an idea and say, okay, how about this? <laughs> and then that way you don't have to spend hours on Pinterest looking for ideas or you don't have to spend hours scouring for ideas or you don't have to just get so bored and so frustrated with each other that you end up making these memories of bickering rather than fun and having a good time when you're camping because camping should be fun road trips should be exciting there's always an adventure from start to finish and from driveway to driveway as I like to say from the minute you leave your driveway to the minute you come back in there's always room for adventure So I hope that this helped. If it did, I would love to see what kid framework activity you come up with. So go ahead and tag me on Instagram whenever you come up with it. Show me your kiddos out there doing the scavenger hunt or what they created with what they found. And and tag me on Instagram at Cruising and Campfires. I would really love to see. And I'm also here to answer any questions. So if you have a really good idea, I would love to hear it from you. Or if you're wondering, you have an idea and you're not sure how to do it, make it interesting or make it different, send me a DM over on Instagram. I am there and responding and I love, love, love to connect with other campers. If you found this this episode interesting, definitely consider leaving a review or subscribing or giving it five stars, whatever feels most aligned for you. But it's been so wonderful to chat with you while I'm sitting in the car (laughs) and I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful day.